0: This is Star Wars Through the Ages, a positive podcast that examines why we love Star Wars, the amazing space odyssey. We will look in-depth at various topics through its timeline and ours. I am your host, Charlie Skywalker. Grab a chair, a drink, sit back, relax, and join me as we explore Star Wars. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Star Wars Through the Ages. Anyway, how's everybody doing today? Hopefully everyone's having a great day. Here in Roswell, it is an interesting day. Yet another snow day. Uh, We don't get those very often. If they do, it's normally just a light dusting. Uh, So far today, we have, uh, I think, three to five inches with another three to five expected overnight so hey who knows maybe tomorrow is another day off of work uh, and we'll see what happens you know um, hopefully everybody's uh weather is better where they are there we go all right just trying to get everything set up here i apologize for the delay it was uh pretty interesting getting home with everyone you know not used to driving in the snow and uh you know where it's normally 50 miles an hour is down to uh 30 if that uh, people sliding all over the place uh people just trying to get home so they're darting out in front of traffic and causing even more pandemonium and uh if you're not used to snow where you are and you occasionally get it you know what i'm talking about uh, if you uh, are used to uh, snow where you are, there's still people that do that anyway, and you just shake your head and wonder what in the world are they thinking. So, but yeah, uh, interesting, uh, interesting day, interesting uh, time of the year as winter starts to wind down. Uh, I was trying to do a little bit of research in our topics uh, that I picked for today. Uh, of course, didn't get a whole lot done. Uh, internet has been a little crazy over the last few days uh, with the weather coming in. It's uh, you know, it's not hardwired in so it has to do with satellites. Um, on the positive note, hey, uh, the gas line has been put in here at the house. Uh, we just need a couple more parts, about two more hours worth of work uh, and we'll get that up and running, call the inspector and hopefully we'll have heat in the house uh, within the week. So that's always good news. See, we have Mr. Rez in the chat. Hello, Mr. Rez. Thanks for joining in. Really appreciate the support there. So normally I have all sorts of slides and banners and things like that. I do have a couple here, but, uh, you know, we we'll, are just kind of winging it, especially since I had uh, such a switch to the delay uh going uh today we also have uh my kids have school projects that are due uh i guess tomorrow or the next day depending on whether or not they have school and they let us know today oh by the way you know we have projects that are due i need uh i need to go to office max and print all this out and then i need to get this poster board and uh, these letterings and this color duct tape to go on my poster uh last minute and now they're you know throwing all sorts of attitude about you know oh i can't get this done well you should have started sooner you knew about this for two weeks but that's all right you know it's all fun and games until somebody loses an eye i say that and i actually have an interesting story as i'm getting this set up here Uh, back in the late 80s Empire had come out, Uh, Jedi had already come out, and me and a friend of mine were diehard Star Wars fans already. Uh, We were very, very young, uh, but we still would get together. We'd play with our Star Wars figures and our play sets. And in the back of his house, he had a, a, a tree. It was almost like a shrub, but it had, about a 2 inch diameter uh branches and they were everywhere so we got the saw and cut those out about lightsaber length and we were playing Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader and we were just clanging these sticks together and just doing lots of uh lots of battle scenes and you know just having a great time laughing and you know it was uh, it, you know things that we typically did, uh, you know, as uh, as young Star Wars fans and, you know, that we didn't have the lightsabers, the, you know, the Force FX ones weren't out yet. Um, you know, anything that you could really play with. Uh, if you smashed them together, the fiberglass would break and there would be, uh, you know, or the lights would not work anymore. The sound wouldn't work. They just, you couldn't smash them together. Uh, very well. So we used sticks because that was the most realistic thing that we could get. About halfway through the battle that we had planned and staged, we uh, just just heaved the lightsabers together and there of course the you know we were making the sounds. there was a resounding crack and my friend stopped. and the tip of his lightsaber had cracked against mine. And it had fallen off, and it hit him in the eye. So of course we stopped, and then there was a piece of a branch that got lodged in into his eye. And of course, you know, I felt bad because we were playing, and you know, uh, had to run to the emergency room. And he actually lost sight in his eye. But you know, it was all fun and games up until he actually lost an eye, and you uh, know, uh, the. Um, you know, mom was not uh, happy that uh, we had done that. His mom uh, would not let us play together anymore uh, because, you know, she always thought, oh, you know, he'll better lose the next lot. Uh, you know, he'll lose the other eye if we continue to play. But we always snuck around and we didn't uh, do the, uh, you know, lightsaber da- battles anymore, but we still got to play with our figures. Yeah, uh, but yeah, true story, uh, you know, lightsaber fun. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sure you guys could probably relate to that a little bit. Charles Westcott, thanks for joining in. All right. Uh, So our show today, we have, actually, you know, let me throw this up in case somebody wants to jump on. All right, there is the invite for the chat. In case somebody wants to jump on here, we should have, uh, you know, should have an interesting discussion. Uh, We are going to be talking about uh, Star Wars and its place in movie history. Not necessarily history of uh, you know the the, the iconic films, but as far as um, where it stands as far as movies and awards. Now, before I continue with that thought, I do have to give credit to Pete Fletzer of you know, uh, you know, around the galaxy podcast. Uh, He had the idea and had uh, and posted about that. Star Wars really hasn't won a major award since 1981. Uh, And, you know, but, you know, they've been nominated a few times here and there. Uh, But, you know, as far as acting, uh, directing, uh, best movie, you know, they really haven't even had a lot of nominations up to that point. So I asked him for permission to use that subject. I thought it'd be a really cool uh, thing to talk about and discuss about uh, whether or not it's even important for Star Wars to, uh, to garner such recognition. I mean, we have such a large fan base as it is. Is it even necessary for Star Wars as a franchise to get recognized by the Academy or the golden globes now or whichever your favorite award show is. What do you guys think in the chat? Is it is it important to be recognized for say best picture or uh for, you know, best actor? I don't think that it is myself uh, i really think that star wars stands alone you know with its um you know uh with its stature uh it's already a recognized uh, film franchise uh as charles said exposure is good you know, but a lot of our favorite movies haven't even haven't won awards, much less that are nominated for the awards. Uh, I don't I don't think that it's necessarily uh, that important to be recognized for that. Uh, we have uh, I, what was? I'm trying to think, of the last one was Avengers nominated for a best picture. I don't think so. Uh, Maybe ensemble cast on a Golden Globe, I believe that was the last one that they were uh, nominated for, but they had so many different, uh, you know, movie characters that were in there that had their own standalone films brought in. So that could be a true ensemble cast. And, you know, it's... uh, we had Rise of Skywalker yes JJ did uh, I thought a serviceable job with uh, with that um, you know uh, it didn't it it didn't revolutionize or change or do something extraordinary in fact I think the last one that I could think of well I mean, franchise films let's think about re- franchise films We have um, uh, the Avengers. We have uh, Star Wars. We have, um, oh, let's see, uh, the DC Universe. You have the Supermans, the Wonder Womans. Uh, They had uh, all the mashups that they had there. Flash is about to get his, Um, Aquaman, uh, Batman. Uh, has had several different films, uh, so I think the franchise film has uh, really been overlooked because there's so many of them. Uh, Charles has another good one. Terminator uh, was uh, was another one. Um, he even said that uh, you know, uh, so many franchises in the U.S. don't get awards. That that is so true. And is it because that you know they're not new, they're not inventive, they don't uh, they don't make a big splash? I mean, uh, not really, because everything at least in Star Wars is new. Uh, they go to different planets. They they have different characters. They try to flush it out. Uh, the the ideolo- uh, ideology I believe is the word uh, you know is the same, but uh, we don't. You know it's something we you know it's a star wars film what makes star wars star wars you know it's not something that rivets you to your seat the only two exceptions that i could think of uh were this year and in the dark knight where you had a franchise film such as batman garner such awards such as joker so in when uh heath ledger portrayed his joker uh one i am not sure if they gave it to him because he had died right after that film um i mean i granted it was an amazing portrayal of that character i thought he took it leaps and bounds beyond what I could have even imagined. Uh, Nicholson Joker to me was, the, was an amazing Joker. But the Ledger Joker uh, just went in such a bold direction that there's even argument that the Joker, his Joker, was the true hero of that story. Not Batman, but Joker. And then this year's Joker portrayal by Joaquin Phoenix took the Joker personality in such a different direction. Uh, Yes, this uh, this year's Joker was uh, very similar to another movie that had been done in the past. But... It, his portrayal of it whether or not it was real um, spoilers if people haven't seen the Joker yet uh, I'll talk a little bit about it um, there's a lot of um, discussion whether or not uh, the what happened in the Joker was real or whether or not it was actually in his head uh, due to his psychosis and his um you know his disorders that he has uh it it, you know it could have actually happened or there are certain clues that you know maybe it didn't and it was just in his mind but it was such a a different twist in uh and take on that character that was performed so well it did deserve awards now, yeah, Star Wars does get awards. They do get nominated for awards, such as you know, music, uh, the film score with John Williams, uh, which there's uh, he's second to none, and he deserves uh, you know all the awards every year. I think uh, they should just give him an award, uh, you know, just because he's John Williams. Uh, but we talked about that last time about John Williams and how amazing that he is. Excuse my drink here. Uh, cinematography. Uh, was one um, uh, the VFX shots that they do uh, with uh, ILM are uh, absolutely um, incredible uh, the characters that they uh, create whether they go from puppet to uh, VFX to back to puppet to live-action it, it's seamless and they do such a great job with it uh, you know, it's, um, it, I'm trying to think what the, the last one, I had it up on my screen, uh, but my, for some reason my Safari browser decided that it was going to crash out on me. Uh, but that's the, you know, those, those are the type of warts that Star Wars and, uh, and franchise films normally get. Um, you know, Marvel has gotten uh, a lot of those for visual effects. Uh, and whatnot, but when it tells a great story, such as the original trilogy, or the prequel trilogy, or the sequel trilogy, you know, each one had its own merits and was just like, wow, you know, I one I didn't see that coming, or you know, that was you know such a great twist on it, but it it seems to not garner that uh, the, the, same reception that it would for, um, another film. Uh, and it was, I thought it was interesting that this year, uh, that Parasite won, uh, for, uh, well, they won for just about everything that they did. Uh, I think they won the direct director, um, the best picture as well, uh, and a couple of other awards. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, you guys in the chat uh, correct me if, uh, if I wa- am wrong there. But, you know, especially for a foreign-made film, uh, th- that was, uh, it's far and few between that even foreign films get the recognition that they deserve. But for Star Wars, I mean, it, it I don't really, I still don't think that it is necessary. We have such a rabid dedicated fan base, even if we don't agree that we're gonna go see the movie. And I'm not, you know, it's just it, ticket sales alone for the uh for this, let me see if I can look this up real quick. Again, I apologize, My I had all this up, but my Safari browser crashed and now I have to look it up again. So. All right, let's see. There it is. All right. So Star Wars, actually holds a record a guinness book of world records record and you know the stock that they put in into those in the research and dedication that they do um, for uh for those to verify whether or not those records uh are true uh it says that uh the Franchise holds a Guinness Book of World Records for the most uh, successful film. Uh, and this is in 2018. The total value for the Star Wars franchise was an estimated 65 billion, billion with a B, dollars. That 50, 65 billion now I believe that includes everything as far as um, merchandising uh, that uh, includes uh, all the marketing um, all the toys, everything that they uh, they have uh, to their you know to their credit for just the movies. And this is up to date, and this is through the numbers, uh, which is uh, does a lot of the box office uh, tabulations uh, website. We have just movies alone ten billion, three hundred and ten million, three hundred and fifty-five thousand, six hundred and ninety-five dollars to date. Ten billion dollars that the Star Wars franchise has made just in the theaters that's worldwide that's not domestic that's worldwide box office and I agree uh you know Charles you know uh, will uh you know award add money probably not uh that's a great that's a great thought right there uh, just because it wins an award doesn't mean that it's going to win extra money. Uh, Parasite, it won a lot of awards. Will that mean that a lot of people are going to watch it? Probably not, especially here in the United States. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just... It, this might be uh, rude or, or condescending, or but I think it's factual that... Uh, here at uh, in the United States, if a uh, if a movie is subtitled, which uh, it'll either be dubbed or subtitled for the United States, uh, it's it's not going to go over as well here as it does in the countries that speak that language normally. It's uh, it's just it's a different. Uh, different atmosphere. It's a, a different um, different media when you have to almost pause what you're doing and try to focus on the words on the bottom part of the screen versus you know what's just being spoken to uh, to you on you know on on there. It makes it a little more difficult uh, to do that. I I don't have it, normally have a problem with it. But uh, a, a lot of people do. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they, they want to go to a movie to be entertained. They don't have to want to go to a movie to have to uh, to read along with what's being said. You know, my uh, my wife w- a- agrees with me that uh, you know she doesn't want to go to a movie to read. She'd rather just sit there and watch the screen. And yes, Charles, uh, for apparently for a uh, a movie franchise that is dead uh you know to make 10 billion dollars in the movies is absolutely insane i just wanted to take another quick look at that just to see how it's broken down uh now this is um uh, these are modern numbers this takes in account for inflation uh and things like that all right so Uh, The production budget for Star Wars A New Hope, $11 million. Worldwide, so far to date, $775 million. Empire Strikes Back, production cost, $23 million. It made $547 million. Return of the Jedi, Production cost, $32.5 million. It made $475 million in the theaters. Phantom Menace, $115 million. They made over a billion dollars in the theaters. Attack of the Clones, $115 million budget, $656 million they've made in the theaters. Revenge of the Sith, 115 million. They made 848 million. So much for a uh, dead franchise, right? Uh, Clone Wars, 800, or sorry, uh, 8.5 million. It made uh, 68 million dollars. That's the Clone Wars animated movie that they've done. Um The Force Awakens 306 million dollar budget They made 2 billion dollars 2 billion dollars Rogue One Star Wars story 200 million they made 1 billion dollars The Last Jedi 200 million They made $1.3 billion. Solo, a Star Wars story, $275 million. But that movie was a flop. It was not commercially, uh, it it was not well received, such a horrible movie, but yet with all of its production costs and redos and changing of directors and probably changing of the script, and everything still made 393 million dollars it made over a million dollars a hundred million dollars more than it cost to make the movie so much for a flop rise of skywalker 275 million dollar production budget one billion dollars so that's one two three four Five, five movies alone made over a billion dollars. One of those made it two billion. And Revenge of the Sith was very close at 848 million. You know, yeah, let's let's buy that, uh, you know, if we can come up with uh, four billion, you know, to come up with it and uh, you know and then to have it make let's see since they've made it Clone wars was a uh was a disney purchase i believe yeah i believe that uh that was um or what uh, oh no see now i'm not sure it might not have been uh might not have been so we'll we'll leave that one out for now so since disney bought it 2 billion, 3 billion, 4 billion, 5 billion, plus if you add in all the extra millions, you probably have close to another billion dollars, so 6 billion dollars, not including the clone wars, which made uh 68 million, almost 69 million if you if that's included for just movies. So they've already made their money back on the 4 billion dollar purchase that they made from George Lucas. I'd say that's pretty good money. Now, then you take on top of that, you have uh, Galaxy's Edge, which started up in two parks. Uh, You have all the merchandising uh, and toy sales. Uh, You have uh, the Disney Plus uh, aspect of it. You have the Mandalorian that goes in there. Think of all the money that they're going to make that they're making and going to make off of Baby Yoda. I what a deal four billion dollars who would have thought you know you know what i'll buy that for four four billion dollars and you know it will raise you some oh it started with Rebel uh rebels and awakens i knew there was um i knew there was an animated one that they had started uh that started it with because i believe rebels came out before uh the force awakens i believe if not it was planned uh before and uh so I knew it was an animated one that was in there. I just wasn't sure if it was the Clone Wars movie uh, or if it was uh, the other one. All right, awesome. Thanks, Charles, for setting me straight, keeping me on that straight and narrow. But I mean, how, incre- how incredible is, I mean, it's almost, I mean, it's numbers, it's hard for me to comprehend. I mean, i I don't make a whole lot of money doing what i do for work uh and then you know with uh everything else that goes on and bills and you know get sucked out faster than uh, than it comes in a lot of the times and yet there they have all this money making material and they're not done yet they still have season two of the mandalorian the cassian andor series kenobi more movies to make Uh, you know uh season seven of clone wars it's just it's gonna go on and on it's just absolutely uh, amazing what they have done and yet it's you know it's it's such a dead franchise absolutely incredible the business savvy that that disney has all right uh, if you guys can, you guys think of anything else for awards that you might want to discuss? We'll take a quick break here and grab a drink. I'm pretty sure we've already discussed, and uh, it's been discussed many times on many different podcasts about uh, a lot of the different things that uh, we want to see coming up as well. Uh, But um, my next topic that I have, and I see another comment coming there it is. Sorry, I saw it on uh the YouTube first. I, I kind of keep up with it there a little bit as well. Uh that way I can get to your comments a little faster than what it loads into uh StreamYard. Um yeah, it's uh I know I, I thought it was uh, uh absolutely bonkers when uh, it came uh it came out and uh when they Disney announced that they're going to buy it from Lucas for four billion dollars. I'm like, that's just insane. Uh, hey, thanks for stopping by, Michael. Appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed your show. But yeah, it's uh, the the crazy amount of money that uh, that was spent on it that I and George Lucas, I'm sure, is probably hasn't even. Uh, Touch that $4 billion. He already had a ton of money to begin with. And they just gave him $4 billion. And I wish, wish somebody would give me $4, much less $4 billion. Man. I don't know. But, uh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, two med two went and saw a show today. Uh, he's just getting out of that. And he says it was amazing. That's, that's great. Um, yeah, uh, and our next topic is something that uh, that Michael probably would enjoy as well. Uh, next uh, topic that I was trying to think of what we could talk about and really interests me uh, in there is uh, Star Wars video gaming or how Star Wars relates to the modern video gamer. And with that, and how, or actually, uh, trying to think the best way I wanted to say this. Uh, it's crazy now that you see all of the people that broadcast gameplay on, uh, on YouTube. Or on Twitch or another streaming service. I don't know if you guys in the uh, in the chat uh, watch too much of it. I know Mr. Res uh, supports us when uh, when we're doing it, uh, but it, it's becoming uh, quite the phenomenon. Back in when I started video games, uh, and I started way back on Commodore 64, uh, so that is a Uh, a long time ago uh, went from Commodore 64 to the Atari 2600 and uh, if we wanted to watch gameplay we went over to our friend's house and watched them play the game and we waited for them to die and then we grabbed the controller and we had next or we went to the arcade and we'd line up uh, quarters and uh, you know on the screen uh and you know for whoever had next waiting for the, the person to die and we'd watch and watch catch their strategy and see how far that they would get uh and as we tried to play it nowadays it's a whole different animal now i do play games still i'm 44 almost 45 years old uh i will be a gamer till i die i live and breathe video games most of my professional career Uh, I've spent uh, doing uh, retail video games, whether it was Electronics Boutique that then switched over to uh, EB Games and then GameStop, and then GameStop took over after they bought everybody out. But I worked my way up from a seasonal uh, Christmas help all the way up to a store manager, and I was a store manager for GameStop uh, for many years. Uh, one of the perks that uh, they used to have I'm not sure if they still do as far as uh, being a store manager uh, is you get free systems and you get free games uh, back in the day uh, or I guess the last the last systems that I had gotten, uh, I had gotten two switches uh, quite a few Xbox One uh, X X uh, well, I guess the last one I got was an Xbox One X, Xbox One S, uh, and then the original Xbox One, uh, PlayStation Threes, PlayStation Fours, uh, and normally you would get about 60 free games a year because in order to sell, you had to be able to to uh, you know uh, be, tell people what the games were about and kind of. You know a synopsis of the game and how the action is whether or not the game was good whether or not it sucked uh, You know, what is it worth the 60 bucks that it you know th- that it cost to do it so uh, now uh, video gaming is taking a turn one it's going from physical copy of games to digital downloads uh, everything seems to have DLC with it now Uh, extra packages. Uh, You can buy the standard, the deluxe or the or the uber package which has a lot of the behind the scenes and extra uh, unreleased content that you can only get when you spend that extra money. Uh, And now a lot of people are are finding the trend of taking uh, or uh, broadcasting their gameplay. Now I, I don't know if it's because People just, uh, they're not into gaming, and they don't have the time to, uh, to play themselves, so they would rather watch somebody play the game while they're doing something else. It frees up their hands and their mind to do something else, and they can watch somebody play the game, uh, or if they're trying to get tips and tricks, to, so they can further uh, their own campaign uh, a little bit better. Um, I enjoy doing it, uh, because of the, uh, the live, uh, discussions that you have with fellow gamers while it's going on. Uh, you could do the, uh, like, uh, I was just on a stream the other day with, uh, Antshot First. Big shout out for him for, uh, for including a rookie like me on the Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, multiplayer. Um, I don't play that very often. Uh, when I got the game, I got it just so I could review the game, uh, tell a little bit about it for uh, for my customers, uh, and I did play through the campaign, which is one of my favorite options. Uh, so I kind of let the um, let the multiplayer slide, and he's like 100 plus level, and I'm level eight, and he uh, he drugged me around the map uh, for oh about thirty five five to 40 minutes the other day and really had a great time. Uh, but the, the way I got introduced to him is by watching him uh, stream his, uh, his channel. Uh, so uh, if you're not following Antshot First on YouTube, run do that real quick. I'll still be here. Uh, awesome guy. Uh, a lot of fun gameplay that he has. Uh, has like every Star Wars game that's on the PlayStation 4 uh and he streams them all so uh, it's a lot of fun so follow him definitely um but yeah it's uh so i don't know what do you guys in the chat do you uh what is your main motivation for watching uh, people stream their games is it uh just for the live chat is it for uh tips and tricks uh you're curious about the uh the game and you want to check it out before you buy it what do you guys think? As I said I really like the uh, the community aspect of it and the live chat uh, portion of it. Um, yeah in fact that's what uh, it is, uh, Charles, it is a great uh, community. It's a little different than, uh, than the normal uh, podcast uh, where we just ramble on about topics, uh, but uh, there's actually a mission that's involved. Uh, it's more streamlined. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, it's uh, yeah, Mr. Rez. Star Wars live chat, that seems to be where it's at. Uh, we also get uh, Anthony, our rural farm boy. He gets our uh, live chat crew going. Uh, anytime someone's streaming, uh, anytime that there's a live chat somewhere uh, and he's available, uh, we uh, we all try to jump on and show our support uh, for our friends, uh, whether we know them or not. You know, if they're Star Wars fans, they're friends and we always tried to support those and uh that's how i got started and uh by doing uh listening to podcasts and jumping in live chats and supporting and everyone encouraged me to start my own so here i am charles again uh yeah live chat it's fun to have fun in the background while i work more fun star wars people absolutely you can never have too many star wars fans that are out there uh, trying to spread that positivity, uh, you know, in the group. And I agree, it is—it uh, it is also uh, a lot of fun to uh, to have in the background. Uh, oftentimes, uh, I'll be at work uh, doing some drawings, uh, and I'll see the the tweet come through. You know, hey, live chat. You know, we got this. Uh, you know, streaming gameplay, and I'll listen to it while I'm doing my drawings. And occasionally, if uh, you know it sounds really, you know, like it's getting really intense, I'll look down for a minute or two, or take a break for five minutes on my uh, on my drawing, and uh, and watch a few minutes of gameplay, and uh, you know, text back in the live chat a little bit. It it, it really is a great community, but yeah, it's. Um, It's an evolution. Everything evolves a little bit. Whether, I mean, look at Star Wars, how it started off with its uh, visual effects and where they are now, uh, which I'll give another plug. Uh, Here I'm working on a VFX episode of Star Wars Through the Ages. Um, And uh, I'm going to try to have, uh, if I I need to come up with a lot of good uh, questions, I'm going to try to have uh, Yoshi from... uh, uh, Industrial Light and Magic on uh, and uh, hopefully he can answer uh, some questions that we might have uh, it's uh, you know, But the evolution of gaming has gone from You know the uh, 8-bit graphics all the way up into full 3d rendering uh, and it's just it's something you can watch um, Like rural farm boy was watching we did we had uh, uh, I was doing the campaign for Battlefront 2 and I don't know how many times he was just like, wow, I just love this story. Uh, the the cutscenes are cinematic now. Uh, it just adds another depth and another layer to, uh, to our fandom. Uh, not only that, it also comes up to my uh, next point about, uh, about gaming in Star Wars. And how it flows into the uh, the canon of our universe. Uh, how amazing it is that we get to play a game that necessarily, uh, you know, in the past hasn't connected to anything. It's just a fun game to play, uh, such as like Bounty Hunter, it had no bearing to the canon. Uh, But, you know, now you're playing games uh, such as, uh, you know, Battlefront 2 that had its campaign that uh, focused heavily uh, in and around canon and even set uh, some of the precedent for uh, The Last Jedi. Uh, Spoiler alert, in case you haven't played it uh, or seen The Last Jedi, although I think the spoiler alert for that is uh, done past. But, uh, there's a scene in Battlefront 2 uh, where you go to, uh, and I'll probably massacre the name because I always do, uh, Pilar, where the Emperor's Vault is. And you play as a character named uh, Del, uh, where there's a character uh, named Del that's there, uh, and... The, uh, and then Luke Skywalker is there, and you guys work together to go in to, uh, you know, to finish this map. And at the end, there's a cutscene where Del talks about, oh, I, I'm here to destroy this vault and all these treasures that's in there. And Luke reaches over, lifts up a crate, and pulls out the compass or a compass. And he's like, well, I want to keep this and he you know the Dell characters you know doesn't care like whatever uh and it's the compass that you see in the last jedi so the way that it connects is is pretty incredible oh yes here's another shout out from uh from charles apprentice ewok absolutely a must follow if you guys uh when you watch this if you haven't followed apprentice ewok yet please go do so it's definitely worth it uh, amazing amazing um, content provider right there and then yeah fallen order two two hours two hours of cutscenes, and their canon i how amazing is that uh you know a lot of people uh you know will argue well i don't want to you know uh rely on uh video games or uh let's see what's the one i heard today video games or uh visual dictionaries uh to flush out a movie okay you don't necessarily have to but for star wars nuts like us that just have to have more star wars and have a deeper explanation of what it is and uh and why it's what's going on here uh you know it's amazing content to have uh You know, and I mean, not everyone's thing is reading. Not everybody wants to go buy a thick visual dictionary that is, you know, the the size of a uh, computer monitor and do a page turn and page turn and and get all and uh, garner all the uh, information that's in there. Some of us do, I mean, I I love it. I think that the graphics that are in there are amazing. Uh, The content that they have in there and the backstory uh, is uh, phenomenal. But a lot of people might not want to read that, uh, but they'd rather play a video game. And so they have that portion of the canon that they could do as well. And to to be able to have that content available for Star Wars fans when they want it. Uh, Thanks, Charles, for stopping by. He has to go. Uh, I do appreciate it. I'm almost done. Uh, a couple more minutes and I'm gonna wrap up myself uh, but appreciate you stopping by but yeah it's uh, as I said it's just a, uh, a a different source of content uh, it to me it doesn't matter where I get my Star Wars content from whether it is from uh, comics or movies or Disney Plus uh, animated or uh, Disney Plus uh, live-action shows uh, whether it's, um, you know, uh, streaming uh, podcasts, or whether uh, we, you know, uh, playing through video games, it's Star Wars content. Uh, and to me, all Star Wars content is, is really good. Uh, it gets you thinking about, uh, you know, ooh, what if, or, uh, you know, oh, the possibilities here, or this makes a great story. Uh, even if it might not be canon, which is why I really enjoy the extended universe stuff. Um, I also don't mind uh, a lot of people uh, this last week uh, to two weeks have uh, been uh, going on and on on Twitter about the uh, Trevorrow uh, script that came out, uh, where I guess it was the full script. I haven't read it yet, but, you know, hey, I'll I'll give it a listen to. It's not going to uh, make me say, oh, man, uh, I, I can't believe it. This is the movie that we should have gotten and uh, and all that. It, it's a story. You know, it's just a, an extended universe story that goes filed away as it's not canon, it's not going to get made, and that's fine. But it's a legend. It can have, you know, it, I can compart- compartmentalize. Forgive my English there. Uh, the sections of Star Wars where uh, these are just stories, these are just legends, this is canon, uh, this is comics, this is live action. Uh, my mind just uh, seems to work that way. Uh, and a lot of people don't like that. And, and that's fine. They, they, they don't have to. Uh, they can pick which parts of the uh, Star Wars canon they, that they really want and uh, they can enjoy it. So I also, I mean, that's, uh, I, I I just, I'm very, I'm very excited anytime that we get something new or something related to Star Wars, whether it's a new collectible, a new Funko Pop, uh, which I'm still hoping we get that Gecko Pop here in the near future uh, for Dominic Pace. Uh, that would be absolutely amazing. Um, you know, there's, uh, there's just a lot of things uh, that I really, uh, you know, wherever I can get this universe in, whatever form that it takes, I just want to be a part of it. Whether it's talking on my podcast or talking on Twitter or getting someone else's view, uh, you know, it's, it's all amazing. And that reminds me, I need one thing, I'll be right back. Ah, I knew I said it over here. I promised Ro from Scarif Podcast that I would do this. I don't know if it's going to fit around my head. Oh, wait. This is for row. Uh, he said tilt it to the left and wear the medallion so bro there you go so for when you watch this I do appreciate it I really enjoyed a lot of the stuff this is the cool stuff that you get when uh when you start following people um I have Star Wars medal. I have my handy dandy double sided. There's the true side right there medallion, collectible cards all could be yours for following the Scarif podcast, Deploy That Garrison. But no, it's really cool to see how everyone uh, treats each other in uh, our Star Wars community. Um, one of the things that, uh, that just happened today on Twitter is uh, I reached my 300 follower plateau uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, we don't uh, I, I didn't start this to see how many followers that I could get. Uh, I could uh, probably if I wanted to you know just uh, you know just go on and on and on about different topics and uh, do a lot of clickbait stuff to try to get followers but that's not what it was about for me. For me it was about positivity and about uh, joining others that were, um, uh, that were online talking about Star Wars and, uh, and having a good time doing it, not bashing each other, not hating on uh, anything, uh, just, just enjoying each other's company and each other's views, even if they are different, uh, you know, uh, on this universe that we love. Uh, I've made so many good friends on there and listened to so many different podcasts now. Uh, it's uh, it's absolutely incredible uh, you guys in the live chat um, you know mr. Rez, Charles uh, you know we've had a lot of uh, different discussions uh, done a lot of different drawings uh, you know it, and it's great that uh, we have each other's back. Anytime that I have uh, something go on uh, you know such as the other uh, a couple weeks ago when the, the gas uh, line had a hole in it, uh you know the outpouring of support that uh that everyone gives uh is absolutely amazing and i just want it to continue and so i'll continue to do this and blabber on for about an hour or so uh every week and talk about new topics and uh anything that you guys want to uh, anything you want to see on the channel that's coming up uh just drop me a line uh star wars through the ages uh at charlie skywalker or charlie skywalker on twitter um at d blake junior seven is the i, I guess uh, actual handle uh you can reach me there uh let me know what you want to see um, um we'll still do some campaign on uh some battlefront 2 i uh, will get fallen order here hopefully soon uh and i can stream that as well Um, I have a bunch of other games if you guys are interested and just want to hang out I could always stream uh, another type of game uh, as we await uh, news that's coming up Uh, here in the next couple of weeks we are expecting a uh, announcement from uh, Project uh, Luminous I believe that's the 24th of February that we're expecting at so that should be good Um, I'm still working on Uh, my VFX uh, episode that I'd like to do Uh, and then of course if anybody ever wants to jump on uh, I always provide the link and everyone can jump on but that's all I have for this week I hope you guys have a great one I appreciate you stopping by Uh, may the force be with you and we will see you next week